It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on the Top 5, Kennedy. I had to hide under the desk while laughing and wipe the snot off my face. And Cat Tim. You know, I wasn't dumb. I was just doing TV wrong. Come together to share their top five most embarrassing on-air moments. Here are this week's hosts, Kennedy and Kat. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Kennedy, host of Kennedy on the Fox Business Network, and also host of Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. And today I'm joined by Fox News contributor, frequent flyer of Gutfeld, exclamation point. She's also a co-host of the Tyrus and Timph podcast. My bestie, my girl, Kat Timph. Hi, we have room for pleasantries. Oh, what <laughs> wonderful pleasantries we have for I one another. Oh, we do. I'm excited. I'm excited. Just What's your favorite thing about coming over to my house? We, oh, you're my favorite. Oh, God, it's hard. Well, your kids are funny. You make great food. You always ask me what I want to drink. I mean, I couldn't pick a favorite. Lemmy's awesome. The vibes. Yeah, we have good vibes. The overall, all those things together, the vibes that creates are immaculate. So my favorite thing about your house is you always introduce me to new shows that I quickly yes. become addicted to <laughs> that I've never seen. It's really hard for me to leave and yep. not have like a 17-hour marathon. Yep. And then no matter what happens, it always turns into karaoke. It does. It does. And oftentimes we sing like a prayer very, very loudly. Poor Cam. Poor neighbors. Poor Cam. Poor Carl. Poor Carl. Especially poor Carl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities, they get together to share their top five of any given topic. It may be hard to believe, but Kat and I are not always as flawless, Mm-mm. witty, and clever as we may appear on our various TV shows and podcasts. So for this week's edition of Fox Top 5, we're going to humble ourselves in order to share with you our top five most embarrassing on-air moments. Mm-hmm. See, my on-air moments are not my on-air moments. I only have one. Uh, there are other people's. Oh, I got plenty of my own. I had a tough time. I had a tough time. Uh, mine are all like mostly from like years ago when I first started doing this and did it wrong. <laughs> so we can. Uh, I have many of my own, actually. Okay. That's OK. I'm amending my list right now. All right. Don't worry. There's plenty. So, Kat, why don't you start? What is your number five most embarrassing moment? Number five. Well, my number five was boring. So maybe I'll just go to my number four. Should okay. I go to my number four? Yeah, totally. Okay. My number, my number four is when I was on Cavuto as a guest. Like, before I worked here. It was, like, one of my first times on Cavuto. And I meant to say came out guns blazing, but I said came out blazing saddles. And then the rest <laughs> of the segment was maybe, you know, being teased about it. But I was like, my life is over. I will never be on TV again. I was so humiliated that I had done that, that I called my mom and I was like, my life's over. Yeah, it was so long ago my mom was still alive. So I thought my life was over. That was one, for right. example. Um, do you have one? I have another one in yeah, the same so vein. So I have uh, mine. Only two of them are mine. And okay, the I others got are one. other people's. Okay. Uh, number Maybe five. Maybe you got one of mine in there too. I don't know. Number five for me, you know that I love MTV history. Yes. Um, one of the original MTV VJs, Mark Goodman, Alan Hunter, um, Martha Quinn, Nina Blackwood, and J.J. Jackson. Those are the mm. original five. J.J. Jackson is, to my knowledge, to this day, the only person who has farted live on air on MTV. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And he just, he ripped like, 
It was like an elephant fart. And he's like, oh, excuse me. And then he just kept going because he's a pro. That's amazing. That's her. That's here. That's a hero, though. Yeah, that's not embarrassing. Right. I'd be proud yeah. of that. Yeah, I would like make a trophy for myself. Yeah, I would high five myself, but then it would be like applause, and that'd be yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Number four. I guess my other another one that I have of myself is the, th- the first time I was ever on set. Like I was, I done two. Okay, I had two remote Fox and Friends interviews under my belt. It was my third ever Fox and Friends. And, like, I was literally memorizing things to say. So, like, when I was talking, I wasn't even thinking about what I was actually saying. I was reciting memorized stuff. So I accidentally said billions instead of millions in a context where billions made no sense. Like, I'm well aware they're, like, in terms of how many people have to sign up for Obamacare. And, like, obviously, <laughs> billions of people don't live in this country. And, like, yes. I un- and I, and I understand that. Build the wall and they won't, cat. But, yeah, but I was, like, I was actually just, like, okay, like, recite, like, as if I just was memorizing, like, something that could have been in any language. That's And then someone picked it up on their YouTube channel. It was, like, dumbass girls, dumbass, <laughs> dumb, dumbass. <laughs> Like, thinks she's so dumb. She thinks that it's like, you know, I wasn't dumb. I was just doing TV wrong. Like, I was I was so nervous that I was, like, memorizing every single word of everything that I was saying so that the words didn't mean anything and I could actually say something like that. But that's actually what helps you be such a good coach for people who are just starting out. Yeah. Is everyone does those things when they're starting out. They don't want to yeah. get anything wrong. Right. So you shove too much in your head so that's all you're thinking about. When if you're thinking too much, you're not actually thinking... And you're not listening at all. I repeated it twice. Oh. <laughs> and it, but oh, like that's, that's much worse than I thought. It's so bad. <laughs> but it's also like, if you would have asked me, like, at any point throughout the day, probably even in my sleep, like, do billions of people live in the United States? I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, it, it was not something that I thought. It was just like, the number meant nothing. Yeah. Can, Can I Google that and yeah, get back to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number meant nothing because I was just memorized, trying to memorize, like, it was specific words I'd memorize in specific order. And, yeah. Yeah, now you realize you don't have to do that, which is pretty freeing. Yes. Um, Back when uh, I was a co-host on The Independence uh, with Matt Welch and Camille Foster, I used to try and make them laugh uh, when we were on commercial break. And then we tried to be as serious as possible when we came back. And um, one night we had breaking news that Mm. Philip Seymour Hoffman had died. And, and, you know, the, the news came out at night. And our show at the time was on at 10 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, we were letting the world know what happened. And so I thought it would be really funny to do Tyrannosaurus Rex arms and give myself really short arms. And then um, I licked both of my hands and then started rubbing them on my areolas, (laughs) which made me laugh really, really hard. Uh, It made everyone else laugh really, really hard. But we didn't have enough time to compose ourselves. So when we came back... I was still laughing. And then when I realized that I had to read breaking news, oh, I started no. laughing so hard that I snorted and snot came out of my nose. Oh my God, no! And so I snotted in my hand while laughing. And I had to hide under the desk while laughing and wipe the snot off my face and my hand. And announcing a and literal then death. come back and, and try and... Uh, Tell the world what had happened to a beloved actor. <laughs> Very quite beloved. And and some might say universally. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> internationally renowned. Right. Um, so as we're we're tossing to a clip of his work, 
my producer at the time gets in my ears like, you apologize right now. You apologize right now. Yeah. And so I had to come back and say, I'm so sorry. I was screwing around with Matt and Camille and we weren't laughing about Philip Seymour Hoffman's death. I was doing Tyrannosaurus Rex arms yeah. and rubbing my areolas with my licked hands. <laughs> That's my number four. Get out of it, anyone. Truly. <laughs> but not. No, it couldn't. <laughs> number three. Man, I was thinking about this, and I and, I, and it's it, a lot of stuff came flooding back. You know, uh, there was another one <laughs> for me on Gutfeld that like kept me awake for a while, and now I'm so glad I've had the opportunity to think of it again. So this was this was also years ago, maybe three years ago. I don't know that I had this bit. I'm not going to get into what the bit was, but it was a bit, and I really want to do this bit. And I planned this bit. I get to work. This is when the show is still weekly. And, like, I find out that we're not doing the segment that I had my bit in, and I was pissed. I was like, oh, we can't do this. I can't do my bit. And I was like, bitching about it. So then the next week, I was like, oh, there's this perfect place for me to do this bit. So I did the bit, and nobody laughed. <laughs> nobody liked it. Nobody liked it. And I was, like, completely going all in for the bit, being like, if I keep going hard, people are going to laugh. No one laughed. And then after the show, Gutfeld texted me. He was like, was that the bit you were going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. And I was like, yep, yeah. sorry. How great was that? <laughs> it was horrible because it's like you never know. You never really know what's going to work, what's not. Some of the stuff that's worked the best, I've thought of off the top of my head. Some of the stuff that I prepared out of time does work really well. Sometimes you're like, I was like, this bit is going to kill and it did not. Oh, that's the worst. Yes. And you guys have an actual audience. Yes. Like, I just assume that no one's having a great time because we don't have an audience. Oh, I felt the silence and I was sweating. Like, you know, like when you get so embarrassed because I knew he knew and he looked at me yeah. and I'm like sweating in a way where I'm like, I didn't know I had these pores, you know, like in these and places. And nervous sweat is yes. always the worst BO. Yeah. I was like, I, like I don't normal BO, like you could play, be playing tennis in 90 degree heat for five hours and not smell. You have nervous sweats for 30 seconds, and it's like you're a hobo's anus. Every pheromone in my body. Can we say that? I think so. Okay. I, I, if not, I'll walk out right now. <laughs> <laughs> the countdown continues after this. Number two. Okay, so my next one, this is my number three, and it actually leads into my number two. Um, and I told this story on the air with Bill Bellamy not long ago. He was on my podcast and he brought this up, but it's on, it belongs on this list. So in 1994, it was my 22nd birthday. I flew my brother and two of his friends to New York for the Video Music Awards, which happened to be on my birthday. Very excited. It's the first time VJs got to be a part of the show. I got a, a beautiful crushed velvet blue and white tie-dye Todd Oldham suit and a very bright blue Chanel like cropped vest underneath it. So I felt like a sassy, oh, yeah. sassy 90s lady. Mm -hmm. Big hair, blue lenses on my glasses. Felt good. So we're uh, Bill Bellamy and I, there's a new mayor in New York City. No one really knows who he is, but he lobbies MTV real hard to bring them back to New York City because the Video Music Awards had been in L.A. for a while. Yeah. So he wanted to, to bring New York City back from the decrepit grave. That mayor's name was Rudolph Giuliani. Of course it was. So Bill Bellamy, Giuliani, and I uh, are all standing up on this balcony getting ready to get people to phone in for the Viewer's Choice Award. And Roseanne is the host, and she makes a joke on stage about how I had just performed a 
oral marital act on Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and so uh, my brother looks up at me and he's like, he's so mad and he's so worried about me because he thinks it's a very cruel thing to do. And then it, it cuts right to us and everyone starts booing. And I don't know if they're booing me or Giuliani or Rush Limbaugh or what I might or might not have done to Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> you and don't so know. I start panicking. So I start performing such acts, said act rather on the microphone next, next to Giuliani, to Giuliani. <laughs> and people start laughing and I've won the crowd over right. and I'm like, I win the world. Yes, I can. Until. Until. <laughs> I, I walked out of the Video Music Awards <laughs> and I see Tom Freston, who is the CEO of MTV Networks, and he goes, nice working with you, and glared at me and then looked at his son and said, that is the foul-mouthed lady who is on TV. And he stormed away. And this is my boss's boss's boss. Ooh. And then Sumner Redstone was like, who the hell was that? Let's fire her. And and my my boss, Andy, had to throw himself like a human shield in in between me and Summer Redstone, and and Andy single handedly kept my job. He saved my job, and I worked there for three more years. Yeah, that's. I mean, look, and it's also an iconic moment. I mean, it's funny. It was funny. Like you gotta say, it was I thought funny. it was funny. Yeah, and they did, they ultimately didn't fire me because I was twenty two on MTV. Right. So stop clutching your pearls. Right. That's the other thing. It's like, dude. Like now, it's like they have pregnant fourteen-year-olds on there, or whatever, being like, "I don't care if I'm pregnant; I'm going to the club." Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, that's a little bit, a little bit, uh, in my opinion, you know, worse than a, a pretend microphone situation. It, it was a situation. That's exactly yeah. right, Cat. Exactly. Number. 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 Number one. Five. All right, what's your next one? I mean, okay, so my last one was boring. It was just, like, every time that I've, like, gotten into, like, a serious, like, conversation or, like, said stuff, and I'm like, I'm going to post that, and then, like, there's lipstick all over my teeth, and it's, like, I look, uh, like, disgusting. But my number one is something we've talked about all the time, which is probably that when I was on The Independence that one time, and I was so bad <laughs> for the same reason, because it was my first panel. So, like, I couldn't just memorize things and for do it. For the record, I put Cat Tim on the TV for the first yeah, time. Yeah, first panel. Let it be known. And I was terrible because I did it, I did it as if it was an interview. I, like, had my stuff I was going to say. And, like, we talked about, like, cockfighting. I don't remember in what context. Mm. We talked about cockfighting. And I had, like, all these cockfighting right. bits. Mm -hmm. And you were just, like, looking at... I will never forget the way in which you... We do not know each other at all. I, the way in which you looked at me, I was like, uh-oh. And then... But I didn't know what to do, so I just kept going. And um, But that was also the best because that was the moment where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't just do stuff and, like, memorize it and then, like, do it regardless of what's happening around me. Because I was so worried about the, like, millions, billions thing where I was like, I memorized the wrong number. And not like that wouldn't happen if I was just talking about, like, what I know to be true. Um... And then that is what really actually showed me that for the first time when I was like on the independence. Because I remember you asked everybody to go to get a drink, but not me. Uh oh, how mean <laughs> is that? <laughs> Just for the record, and our livers can attest, we have made We've up made for it. We've made up for it many times over. Many times over. But like, also, like, I seemed like an absolute freak. Like, it was weird. Like, it was, I did not do a good job. I didn't know you. You no, showed you up with a bag of hair. Showed up with a bag of hair. <laughs> and you're like, this is this is a fake bra. My yeah. boobs aren't big, and these glasses are fake. And I was like, 
the hell is going on here? <laughs> what the hell kind of show is this turned into? All that has changed is that now I'm nearsighted. <laughs> She actually needs glasses. Yeah. My sister was like, you got what you always wanted. <laughs> um, so I don't even know if we've numbered these correctly, but no. I guess my number one, because I got to do one from Fox, was uh, not too long ago, maybe a year ago. I walk into work and one of my producers is like, uh, yeah, Rudy Giuliani's coming on the show tomorrow night. And I was like, why? Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, you know, you just talk about stuff. And, you know, he's... he. And I was like, does he know that I'm going to, like, kind of go there? after him a little yeah. bit? Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lay this gilded path for him to comfortably tiptoe down. And I uh, was like, no, I don't think he knows that. And I was like, all right, well, here we go. And um, we started talking about Hunter's laptop. And there are all these outstanding questions, how he got it. Uh, you know, it's like, did anyone else have access to it? Were you able to crack the encryption? And um, I don't remember how the interview went off the rails, but it went off so quickly that three minutes in, yeah, it was fast. He was like, "That's it, I'm done, <laughs> I'm leaving." And the interview went on another eight minutes. Hey, you're right. And he was he was so upset. He he was absolutely livid. And, um, you know, he was like, I've never been treated this way. And I was like, oh, no, I've treated people much, much yeah. worse. Yeah. Mr. Mayor, you're yeah. America's mayor. Yeah. No, no, I've been I've been pretty like uh, Paul Wolfowitz was really mad at me. I, I remember like he wouldn't leave the chair. But Rudy was so upset after that interview, which I maintain was pretty fantastic interview. He, I agree. I, uh, I, I watched I, I watched it several, several times. You know, he's. To be fair, to yeah, be clear. And, yeah. and this was before he was sweating the brown stuff yes. from down his face. Whatever that, I don't know what it was. It could have been Godiva chocolate, which I'm a fan of Godiva chocolate. I probably rubbed that on my temples accidentally, just, you know, thinking about stuff with too many of those uh, little oyster chocolates in my hand. Yeah. And it, I, I get it. Like, I'm not I don't judge. get it. <laughs> I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to be nice. That's all right. Listen, <laughs> I am trying. one. Like, I am. I... I have done some embarrassing things. You know what he said? What? He said to my booker when the, the interview was over, he said, that was the worst interview I've ever had. And she was like, thank you so much for coming on, Mr. Mayor. And um, Kennedy was wondering if you remember meeting her back at MTV. He goes, oh, yeah, I remember. She was much more mature back then. Ah! <laughs> yeah, blowing a microphone. You're but... blowing a microphone. That is the utmost maturity. Oh, that is great. What a great, wonderful life that we're all leading together in this world. <laughs> People say the world sucks. That's not true. No, absolutely not. All you have to do is look around and just think about some of the stupid things you've done and the fact that you're still walking and breathing. It's uh, it's all pretty great. And never take yourself too seriously. No, you can't. Absolutely not. Nope. All right. Oh, I got to say bye now. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. See, now, I, now I'm killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone for listening. <laughs> Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. Even your top five embarrassing moments, yeah. like when you pooped on a train or Yeah, something. when you pooped on a train on the way home from your first communion. You've been listening to Fox Top 5 on the Fox News Podcast Network. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.